1: Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, and this is the show for engineers who want to succeed in both work and life. I have with me today my co-host, Chris Knutson, and we have a pretty awesome episode for you today where we're going to discuss two different approaches to work as an engineer, the firefighter approach or the samurai approach. And we'll get into exactly what that means, but essentially it's the idea of taking a reactive or proactive approach in the way you work. So before we get here into the main segment of the show and into our discussion, let me just take a brief moment to recognize our sponsor for today's episode. If you're thinking about taking the FE, PE, or SE exam this year, I recommend that you check out PPI's review course. You can find out more about PPI at ppi forward slash coach. Again, that's PPI, the number two, pass.com forward slash coach. I'll have more information about PPI and how they can help you a little bit later on in the show. Now, we're going to give you a quote to kind of get us started on today's topic and bring us into the show. Hey, Chris, you want to give our listeners the quote today and kind of bring us into this main segment so we can get fired up here on this discussion?
0: Here's the quote for the day. Productivity is never an accident. It is always the result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning, and focused effort by uh, Paul Meyer. I think it's a a good, nice segue into uh, this whole firefighter and samurai discussion we're
1: going to have today. With that being said, let's jump right into the main segment. All right, now it's time for our main segment and we're going to jump into this discussion. The show notes for today's show will be at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash approach. The show notes will contain summary of the points that Chris and I discussed today, as well as any links to resources, websites, or books that we might mention during the show. And again, that can be found at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash approach. And please, if you want to leave comments or feedback there, Chris and I check all the comments on the post and we will respond. So what we're going to do is get into this discussion here and I'll give you a little bit of a background on it. Chris and I read a blog over at a website called Asian Efficiency, which is a pretty awesome blog and website. And I met the guys that run it. It's all about being productive, being efficient in your work and really in life overall. And one of their emails recently talked about this idea of being a samurai versus a firefighter. Being someone that's kind of just goes through your day doing what you want to do and kind of staying focused on it. Or someone that's kind of jumping around, responding to things, being really reactive. And so Chris and I kind of went back and forth a bit on it. I kind of was leaning towards the samurai. He was kind of leaning towards the firefighter, but I think at the end of the day, you're going to have qualities of both. So what we're going to do here is I'm going to let Chris start off and talk a little bit about this idea of the firefighter approach and some of the benefits and some of the disadvantages of it. And then we'll jump into the samurai. Go ahead, Chris.
0: All right. Hey, Anthony, you know, it's um, I think you and I both got this email about the exact same time and almost almost responded to each other, probably about the same time as well after we read it. And I know what, what the intent was when most of us hear that con- probably hear the, uh, the word firefighter. They think, hey, it's somebody who is, you know, running around, putting out fires, you know, going from one problem or one pop up issue to the next and just constantly on and running from one thing to the you know to the next thing, I guess it's maybe a, a concept, but uh, but as you if you recall from the uh, note that I sent you, I, I kind of took a I took offense to that. I'm not a firefighter, but I've got a lot of firefighting experience in my background from being in the air Force, and I know what firefighters do. I know the the amount of training they go through, and really, I view being a firefighter as a mindset to approaching the work that we do in our life and in our career is not being necessarily a bad thing. So here's, uh, in my mind, some of the benefits of being a firefighter. So firefighters, whether you know it or not, are pretty highly trained. I mean, these are guys and and gals who go through a lot of training, not only physically, but obviously skill-wise. They've got to know how to use all kinds of equipment, and they also go through a lot of mental training. Because think about it. If anyone has ever had a chance to go through a smokehouse, yes, every once in a while, maybe uh, volunteer fire fire departments will go out on, you know, like 4th of July weekends and put out the smokehouse. If you ever get a chance to go through and do something like that, you find out that you have really got to be mentally in your game because when you walk into uh, kind of an event like that, it's really, really easy to lose your head and get yourself into a lot of trouble. So. I really view being a firefighter as this mindset of someone who's trained, highly trained, poised, and ready to save the day when they're called on. And not just the day for themselves, but for somebody else. So, you know, in our day-to-day work, that might be, you know, you've done a lot of skill training, you know, you read a lot, you're basically preparing yourself mentally so that Let's say one of your one of your colleagues has got some kind of a proposal presentation to give, and you've been watching over their back what's going on. And all of a sudden, on Monday, the day that they're supposed to give it, they don't show up. Something happens, and your boss comes in and says, "Hey, we need you to take this presentation." You're trained, poised, and ready to save the day uh, and go out and, and knock that proposal presentation out of the park. I also have already, like said, you know, I think a firefighter is somebody who's really knowledgeable and skilled. They put a lot of work into understanding the tools of their craft and know how to implement them they're mentally bulletproof and what i mean by that is they're able to focus and work through adversity and we aren't going to get into this call but maybe something that we, we can do a future call about how do you develop yourself to be this you know mentally bulletproof person but they go through a lot of a lot of training to understand how to control their mind and control their anxiety And that's all part of that whole, how do you develop courage in the face of fear? And they're really exceptional planners and risk assessors. So they're really good at being able to uh, develop plans and get others, their team, themselves, you know, out of crazy situations and to mitigate situations before they even occur. So there's some of the benefits of being a firefighter. Some of the disadvantages. Firefighters have a lot of time off. You know, they've got like these periodic episodes of chaos. And obviously, the problem that I think that comes from that is what happens when you have all this downtime? You're sort of like an adrenaline or an action junkie when you've got a bunch of time or you're sitting around waiting for something to happen. So it can become really, really easy to get derailed and off your game because you're waiting for the next crisis to come up. I think a firefighter, they're they're always thinking, they're planning, they're assessing the dangers that lie all around them. And I kind of view that as maybe a disadvantage. Because you've got your mind engaged on looking at all the all the downsides of of issues around you that you might not be able to see the positives and some of the upsides of different opportunities that might be laying out there.
1: I tend to agree with a lot of this stuff. I mean, when I initially thought about this whole discussion and this whole theme of samurai versus firefighter, I was definitely kind of saying to myself, you know, I'd rather be a samurai. It seems to be less stressful. And I'll, I'll get into the samurai next, but I do agree that a lot of the stuff that you went through from the firefighter mentality, if you look at it in the realm of engineering, it can be extremely positive. Like the fact that they're trained and ready to save the day. I mean, how many engineers listening to this podcast have had to put out a fire in their career? Probably 99.999% of them had to get a call from a client, had to run out to a project site, had to save a budget. So that's obviously critical. The ability to focus, like you talked about, Chris, is obviously critical when you're designing project plans and you're talking about You know, looking at something that's really technical, you have to be able to focus on it and and do that right. So, I think that's really important. I do agree, though, also that some of the disadvantages can be harmful in the engineering world, like where you do have these periods of chaos, where you do have clients and you're serving clients and you're running to project sites. When you don't have that, or when things get slow, it can be very difficult to handle and it could be difficult to be productive. And as far as your last point with thinking, planning, and assessing the dangers that lie all around, I think that's a major problem when you're a firefighter. I think that that's where you get into this whole thing of email can overtake you, where you're checking your emails every few minutes, making sure that there's nothing going on with your projects and walking around, finding out what's going on, everyone. So I do think that when I think back on some of the successful engineering managers that I had, there's no doubt that they had these firefighting abilities. There's no doubt that they had the ability to take a call from a client and solve the problem or calm that client down in a matter of minutes. And to me, that's where the firefighting skills are critical as an engineer. But let's transition now into the idea of being a samurai. And being a samurai essentially meaning someone who's you know, a little bit more calm about themselves. Let me jump right in and give you some benefits here that I see as to working, taking that approach of being a samurai, whether it's work or you know, in your personal life you probably have more of a sense of calm, right? Than a firefighter. Things seem to be more calm and you don't probably don't get riled up as quickly. You work on your own schedule, which I think is a big one. I don't think this is necessarily always realistic. I think I should just say everyone's going to have periods of samurai and firefighter. No one's going to be one or the other. But if there's periods of the day where you can work on your own schedule, work on what you want to work without distraction, I think that's invaluable. And I know Chris and I are both huge fans of the book, The One Thing, and we'll post that in the show notes, a link to that book by Gary Keller and I believe Jay Papasan is the other author's name, but we'll get all that stuff in the show notes. It's an awesome book and it talks about carving out niches in your day where you do what you want to do and you shut off your distractions, your email, your phone, whatever the case may be. So I think that's definitely a characteristic of a samurai that's positive. You're proactive. One of the things for me in my daily work that i try to do it definitely doesn't always happen and i'm sure chris will tell you the same thing is i try to be proactive so i try to look ahead i try to prepare topics and things i want to work on in the future i try to look at what some of the big things are coming down the pipeline or big things that i can create i try not to just react to what people are telling me react to emails i'm getting but obviously there's some reaction that's required but i think if you can have a sense of being proactive that's very positive. Also, I think that as a samurai, if you can remain calm and take this proactive approach, you could be very creative and very innovative. When you're responding or reacting in the moment, you're kind of limited into what you can respond with, right? Because you only have a certain period of time, you're, you're kind of acting off the cuff. And when I say that, for example, if you have a project deadline that's on a Friday and you start working on it on a Wednesday, Thursday, Obviously, there's so much effort and creativity you could put into it. That would be more of like a firefighter approach. or responding to a deadline because maybe you're working on other stuff. If you started working on it three, four weeks ahead of time, then maybe you have the ability to be more creative and look at some different alternatives that could really make the project unique and stand out. So those are the benefits I see. The disadvantages of being a samurai, Well, one big one is that you don't always respond well to pressure or think on your toes. And that's critical as I see it, especially in the engineering world. You have to be able to respond to pressure. If you can't, you're dead in your career, in my opinion. I think you can be too calm and not aggressive enough. That's another disadvantage. If you want to kind of quote unquote climb the corporate ladder or get to a certain position in your engineering company, you're probably going to have to have some kind of aggressive mentality at parts of your career to be able to do that. And a samurai I could see as being very calm and maybe sometimes too calm. And I think the, the other disadvantage that I picked out here is you can miss opportunities. If you're too laid back and you're kind of aloof to certain things, opportunities can just literally flow by you. And I think that that's kind of problematic because I mean, I know Chris and I always talk about the idea of seizing opportunities in your career and creating them if, if you don't see one. But I think you have to have that vision to be able to see one. And I think, I think listen, sometimes I think being calm can maybe open you up to opportunities, but other times it you, you could let them fly by. So that, that would be the, the disadvantages. So those are kind of my benefits and, and disadvantages. Chris, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, I think the main takeaway from all this, I think we throwing out the people, is you've got to be able to be a samurai firefighter.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: You know, look at the benefits. I think we're going to throw these into the, sh- into the show notes for the episode. You know, look at the benefits that are listed there and go, hey, okay, how do I rack up against these benefits of either mindset? Because I can look through this and go, you know, in a firefighter, because I've been in these situations where there were uh, responses underway to, to an emergency and to watch the fire chief and even myself and other people, how we, how we reacted under the pressure of what was going on. And there was this calm, which I think talks to that mental, you know, that mental bulletproof bullet that I talked about. But there was this calm that was in place. You know, it's almost like, you know, we've tried to think of I'm not gonna to try to pronounce the guy's the guy's name. He's the he's the author of the book Flow. We'll put that in the show notes. But uh he kind of talks through that you when you get into the get into the state of flow, you just have this natural calm because your your mind is hundred percent focused on whatever the issue is, the task that's in front of you. So I don't think, you know, there's really what you're trying to do is you want to develop yourself into this like samurai firefighter plus they both you know they both kind of wear the same hats right
1: i agree with you i think those top professionals top engineers are going to have characteristics of both a samurai and a firefighter it's essentially to kind of sum it up i think i would say it's the ability to react to things successfully deal with adversity and react to problems and be able to handle them but then also have the ability to create the space for you to be creative, create the space for you to be productive. And you have to be able to do both of those things and balance them, I think, to be a successful engineer. So with that, we'll wrap up the main segment here. We're going to come back in a minute in the Take Action Today segment, and we're going to give you some actionable items you could do to you know, move towards being a samurai firefighter. Remember, the show notes for this show will be located at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash approach. Chris and I want you to come comment, tell us about A supervisor that you have that is a samurai or is a firefighter that you've seen to be very successful, or challenges that you feel with implementing some of the things we've talked about today. Let's do it. Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show. And what we're going to do today is Chris is going to give you one actionable piece of advice that you can use to implement some of the firefighter characteristics that we talked about in the main segment and I'm going to do the same for a samurai. However, before I do, I want to just mention our sponsor. Our listeners often ask me what review course they should take when preparing for the FE, PE, or SE exam. Hands down, I recommend PPI. Many of you may have heard of Michael Lindeberg, the author of such books as the Civil Engineering Reference Manual. Well, Michael is the founder and CEO of PPI so you could be assured that PPI review courses provide the same high-quality content and instructional design as the books. PPI is currently offering early bird discounts on all FE, PE, and SE review courses packages if you enroll by June 10th. For many courses, early bird savings are over $500, so definitely check out the courses before June 10th if you're planning on taking your exam this year. PPI's review course also comes with a passing guarantee. If you take a review course and meet the requirements, then PPI guarantees you will pass your exam or you can repeat the course for free. A recent review course student said that because of his PPI review course, the exam ended up being a lot easier than he thought it would be. To learn more about how PPI can prepare you for your exam, head on over to ppitopass.com forward slash coach. That's two.com forward slash coach. And I just want to say Chris and I, if we do have sponsors on the show, which are helpful with funding the show since it's a free show, we definitely look into the information that they're providing, make sure that it's something that we think the listeners will appreciate. And I did actually recently go through the PPI course online before we decided to take on PPI as a sponsor. And I got to tell you, it's phenomenal the way that they set it up. And I use Michael Lindenberg's books myself to pass the PE exam. So I just wanted to let our listeners know that when we take a sponsor on, we really do the due diligence, and and we're excited to have PPI kind of. Come and be a part of the show. So, with that, let's jump in, Chris. Can you give our listeners maybe one thing just to make it simple, let them walk away with something today that they can do to kind of get a little bit better as a firefighter?
0: Here's your one, uh, your one take action uh, idea to get you into the mindset of being a firefighter. So, I talked earlier about the firefighter's ability to be able to be a really good risk assessor. So, take a project that you're working on right now today could be a professional project, one that you're working on at your at your firm, or it could be a personal project. And then look at that project and answer the question, what are three things that could go wrong and why? So identify three different risks to that project being accomplished successfully. It could be something related to, you know, the, the scope, the timing, the costs, whatever it is, unforeseen site conditions, whatever it might be. And then identify what you or your team might be able to do to make it so that risk never occurred. So, mitigate the risk, or what you or your team would do if that risk occurred, how would you react? So, sit down and answer your, the question of how would I respond to this risk if it actually occurred? There's your take action for the fighter mindset.
1: And I will give you one for the samurai mindset. And my take action tip for you is going to be. One hour a day, I want you just to block off one hour a day on your calendar, ideally between the hours of 9 and 12 a.m. where you say, I'm going to work on this for an hour and all distractions are going to be blocked out. Could be a report you're working on, could be design you're working on, calculations you're working on, whatever the case may be, I want you to try that for an hour every day for a week and see how that affects the quality of that work that you're working on in that focused hour. And I'd love for you to report back on both of these tips if you try to implement them. Again, engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash approach. Leave your comments and we will check it out. Chris, anything else before we close off for this one?
0: No, I just uh, want to encourage uh, everybody to uh, check out the PPI materials. um, If they're in that that position of needing to uh, get themselves prepped up for one of the exams and uh, go on iTunes and provide us some feedback. We really would enjoy it. And uh, do what you can today to uh, make yourself into that firefighting samurai.
1: All right, everyone. Until next time, please continue to engineer your own success.
0: Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Be sure to visit engineeringcareercoach.com where you can find all past episodes and also download a free three-part video series created specifically for engineers to help you best utilize LinkedIn for networking improve your communication and speaking skills, and also to help develop your leadership abilities. Now is the time to engineer your own success.